Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we're going to just have a great time today. Amen. Last week, amen, what an awesome time we had last week with a holy interruption. Amen. God just moved, ministered. Amen. Uh, I, he cut my, 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 my message into two pieces. Amen. But that's all right. Amen. But, uh, but God is good. And, and sometimes we, we need moments like that. And, and I believe that each time we gather, uh, there are times like that we, that God wants to deposit don't have to be a, a, a necessarily the move of last week. I mean, we're not trying to repeat anything that God does, but he, we want everything fresh, right? But there's always something fresh for all of us. Each time we gather, God wants to deposit something fresh. And so I encourage you, come expecting. Tell your neighbor, come expecting. Come always expecting because God can deposit something inside of you. The breakthrough is only around the corner. Your deliverance is only around the corner. Come on, somebody. You're, you're one prayer away from victory. Come on, somebody. And so you got to just come with that ex- expectation. Come to the altar. God's moving at the altar. The rivers are being stirred every time, church. And God is about to do something. So come with that expectancy inside your heart. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to try to wrap up our series. Amen. Keep going. Tell your neighbor, keep going. Oh, Hallelujah. I want you to turn to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29, I'm going to read verses 4 to 7, and we're going to jump right into this. Amen. Praise the Lord. And it says it like this. This is what the Lord of heaven's army, the God of Israel, says to all the captives. Say me. He had exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem, build homes, and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that they can have many, so you can have many grandchildren. Multiply and don't dwindle away. And the work and work for the peace of the prosperity of the city where I have sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its your for its welfare will determine your welfare. As, as we got through this series, we're, the series, the subject is about hope. Amen. And, and hope has always shown up for us throughout history. Uh, last Sunday, uh, we, we looked at different times that God has shown up for people, shown up uh, for situations, and shown up through storms and battles, and always has shown up with hope. Somebody say hope. Come on, just like Moses at the Red Sea. We've we, we seen Mo, what he did for Moses. We see uh, what he did for Shama in the middle of a bean field when he was all alone in an entire Philistine army coming at him. We see what happened with Paul and Silas in that jail cell. Hope always showed up for them. Amen. These men kept on going. These men did not give up. These men did not shut down They or say, I'm done. Come on. How many of those are words that a Christian should never say, I'm done? Come on, he's done too much for you to say you're done. Come on, and so you see uh, that when men hold on and and trust in God uh, and keep on going, God always shows up with hope, amen. Uh, Come on, these men trusted in their God, uh, and they held on to hope. Come on, they kept on going. Tell your neighbor, keep going. Tell your other neighbor, you too. 
You guys looked at the same person. <laughs> now tell somebody, keep going. Now look at someone else and say, you too. <laughs> Everybody pointing to Raymond and saying, keep going. <laughs> Come on, they, they trusted, amen. I, I mean, if we took time out, we, we, there are testimonies inside this room. We can go around this room and testify at times that you and I have held on. You and I have kept going, amen. Times where he has shown up with hope, amen, and our Red Seas. Times that he has shown up with hope with everyone, when everyone else has bailed on us, amen. Times that he has shown up at our midnight hour. Can, can somebody say amen, hallelujah. How many times has God shown up for you? Come on, has he shown up with hope for you? Come on, situations that you thought were down and out, God showed up. Situations where you said, man, I'm done, and he showed up. Come on, situations where you had a bad report from the doctor, and he showed up again. He always shows up with hope. You get hit with a crisis. crisis. Pandemic. Pandemic. And God, God shows up. Amen. And he shows, he shows up, with, up hope. with hope. Let me tell you, God never comes empty-handed. Well, I said, God never comes empty-handed. Oh, never mind. I said, God never comes empty-handed. Come on, is anyone listening to me today? Come on, God has always come to fulfill every need. He already knows your desires you are. He already knows your concerns. All he wants you to do is call out. All he wants you to do is to trust in him. All he wants you to do is to hold on. Keep on going because he'll always show up with hope. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say, okay, say keep going? Encourage me. Keep going. Keep going, Pastor. Keep going, Danny. Keep going. You, you, you got to name it out. Keep going. Because God will always show up. Time after time, God has always shown up with hope. He's always shown up for, for humanity. He's always shown up for you personally. Can somebody say yes? We can go around the room and testify about his hope. Come on. we. we oh, man. Just thinking what he's done in my life. It's just, man. And he still shows up. Doesn't just stop. He continues to show up. Every, every little concern, every little thing that matters to you, matters to God. And he shows up when you call out. Come on. You ever felt jailed in your situations? Come on. You ever felt, man, at a dead end, at a red sea in your life? Come on, you ever felt, man, man, no one's around, everyone bailed on me, pastor won't even answer his cell, amen, come on, everybody's gone, amen, I mean, God's saying, I'm right here, why don't you call out to me, come on, my phone is always there, amen, I don't look at it and put a call, oh, it's him again, it's her again, no, God will pick it up and he'll show up with hope, can somebody in this place say amen, tell your neighbor, keep going, Listen, we have a great leader. In Jeremiah 29, verse 11, it says this, I know, listen, this is God speaking to you personally. I want you to take this personally. He's speaking to you. I know what I have for you. He's talking to you. You can put your name in this. I know the plans I have for you. What's your name? Yell it out. Everybody. 
I know the plans I have for you. I know the plans I have for you, my favorite son Art. I'm going to put my own way. That's how I look at it. He says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a what? And a what? See, we're all encouraged by a leader who stirs us to move forward. Someone that tells you, keep going. Someone who believes, listen, that you can do the task that's assigned to you. Someone that will be with you all the way. Come on, somebody say all the way. Can I let you know that God is that kind of leader? Come on, he knows the future. He knows the plans for us, and they're good plans. Tell your neighbor they're good. Come on, they're good plans, and they're full of hope. Come on, somebody. His, his plans are good and full of hope. Somebody say good and full of hope. Say good and full of hope. See, when you're going through a situation, you should tell yourself, God has plans that are good for me and full of hope. Don't sell yourself out to the depression or, or pulled in by the things of the lies of the devil, man. Tell when situations rise up, when situations are knocking at your door, say, my plans for, from God for me are good and they're full of hope. Amen. What you're selling, devil, I ain't buying. Some of you guys have a, a prescription, or not prescription, a, 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 how do you say that? Subscription. Prescri well, some of you guys, maybe a prescription from the devil. I'll take another pill of that, devil. Come on. Come on, we're signing up for his stuff. We're signing up and we're believing every lie that he speaks to us instead of speaking or listening to the truth. He's full of lies. Why are you buying the lie? If his plans are good, listen, and full of hope. Why are we biting those lies? He says, you know what? The plans I have for you, you, per you got to take this personal. They're good. Are they good? And they're full of hope. He says, they're not for disaster. I'm not here to bring pain on you. I'm not here to pick on you. Why is God always picking on me? Shut up. He's not picking on you. You're either picking on yourself or you're allowing the devil to pick on you and his little demons. So you know what? My God, see, my God, my God. Is, has plans for me that are good and full of hope. You know what? I'm not going to bite into this lie. I'm not going to bite into this fruit. I'm not going to buy his, his, what he's selling. Amen. Get out of here. <laughs> See you later, Gator. Chase him out. And some of us, amen, we're out the door, amen, and we're negotiating. Instead of slamming the door when it's him, sometimes, you know, my wife, sometimes people come to our door, you know, and you know what, they're always selling something. I'm like, I don't have time to talk to people. No, I don't want to be rude. No, it's okay. I don't want it, you know. So I just say, goes, answer the door. No, I'm not, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Why well, am I going to answer the door? And some of you guys are like, okay, maybe you have something better for me, you know? Like the devil's never going to have nothing better for you. 
There's not, there's not a different way. God's way is the only way. Can somebody say amen? amen? Don't tell your neighbor, don't open the door. Man, you guys are opening the door, buying into his lies again. <laughs> God is that kind of leader for us. Listen, as long as God, who knows our future, provides our agenda, as long as God is with us, as we fulfill his mission, we say I, we have an unendless hope. A hope, listen, that lasts forever. 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 Come on. You know the songs, forever. Always and forever. It's not, it doesn't go like that, amen. I didn't want to bring my real voice, you know. You know. It's forever. This, this hope is endless. That means it never runs out. His supply of hope for you and I in our situations is unlimited. Come on, someone say thank you, Jesus. He's not going to say, oh, Brother Ray took the last one, sorry. <laughs> He's not going to run out. He does not run out. It's unendless, amen, for you and I. As long as God is our God, as long as God is our leader, as long as God is the one that we trust in, as long as God is the one that we're following, then our hope, say my hope, is unendless. I need water, amen. I didn't have no giddy-up coffee today. Well, actually, I had it at home. I drank three cups a day, man. I was amping. <laughs> Wasn't a giddy up. It was a, it was a pastor special at home. <laughs> Listen, as God, as long as He's our leader, we're going somewhere, church. You gotta understand this hope lasts forever, right? Remember what First Corinthians thirteen thirteen says: three things will last forever: faith, hope, and love. Somebody say faith, faith. Hope. hope, love. Tell your neighbor, keep going. Keep going. Won't you tell yourself, keep going? Tell yourself, keep going, self. See, we're good at telling other people, keep going. You need to tell yourself, keep going. Tell yourself, I need to keep going. I can't shut down. I can't break down. I can't stop. I can't. I cannot stop. Uh, stop believing. I, I. I can't do these things. I got to keep going, for myself. I got to keep going for myself. Come on, we we got to understand. We got to keep going for your for yourself. You, when you, when all this is said and done, only you is going to be standing before God Almighty. You're the one that has to push yourself over that line. You're the one that's going to have to cross that finish line. It's you that does that, amen. No one else, amen. It's you. You have help along the way. You have friends along the way. And God is there to cheer you on, but you have to do the one doing it. Come on, you got to put that foot in front of the other. And then put that other foot. And you keep on going forward, church. You got to keep moving. Tell your neighbor, keep moving. Now, this doesn't mean that he's going to spare us from pain. Come on, how many still have some pain? Come on, somebody. doesn't mean that we won't suffer or have any hardships. doesn't mean that we won't have any battles, trials, or storms. Somebody say, oh, my. But God will see us through, listen, with hope. 
God will see us through with hope. In John 16, it says, I've told you these things. God's always telling us. God's always warning us. God's always there giving us the word, amen. The thing is that we're not listening, but he's telling us, you know what? I told you these things so that in me, in Christ, you can have peace. In this world, at your job, at your school, in your neighborhood, wherever you're at, you will have trouble. But he says, take heart. I've overcome the world. Come on, he, no, he, God never promises a, a trouble-free life. I, I don't think any leader or my, myself says, you know what, bro, just give your life to Jesus and everything will be okay. No problems, no more. Oh, I'd be a liar, liar, and pants on fire. <laughs> Holy Ghost fire right here. See the Holy Ghost fire? Woo, bunch of doves right here. This is what I see, bunch of doves with fire. No? Okay. I see it. I see it. Thank you, babe. Thank you for seeing it. You believe in me, huh? Oh, yeah. She gots me. She gots me. Even when I'm lying, she gots me still. <laughs> she backs me up. Yeah, oh, yeah. She talks to me later, though. <laughs> says, I told you these things. You're going to have a hard time. Come on, if you just got delivered from drugs and alcohol, you, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. Come on. Even though God does miracles, God delivered me like that, but I, I, I went through struggles. We have different struggles. There's, we have problems. There's still problems in our lives. There's still problems that I deal with. There are still situations that pop up because of the world that we live in. But this is not our world. Come on, we're passing through. Come on, somebody. Come on, we're going to our, the world that we're supposed to be in. Hallelujah. We're passing through, amen. We're just, we're foreigners, aliens. We are going through this world to the world that God has called us to. I told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you're going to have trouble. Come on now. Maybe our world has trouble. But he says, take heart. I've overcome it. And that's our hope, Jesus. Jesus overcame so that we can overcome. I said, Jesus overcame so that we can overcome. How? Because he lives inside of us. And if he lives in you, guess what lives in you? Hope. Hope lives in you. Amen. He gives us the power, and, then, and, when we, and, and when we're filled with him, amen, he gives us the strength, amen, when we're filled with Jesus, amen, he gives us that power that we need. Our hope, church, is eternal. Come on, people have a lot of different ideas when it comes to hope, amen. We, we have hope like, uh, I hope that we can go back to normal like it used to be, amen. I hope I, I, I find someone, amen. I hope I get my job back amen i hope the raiders have a good season that's my hope hallelujah i mean we we have all kinds of hopes but here's the real deal when it comes to hope that if you put your hope in something that goes up and down like the stock market amen guess what happens to your hope goes up and down too and it can crash it's not going to last, amen, but if you put your hope in something that is eternal, somebody say, well, come on, if you put eternal, then your hope is eternal. Are you following me, church? 
See, hope came into the world through Jesus. Our hope is more than a wish. Our hope is more than crossing our fingers. Our hope is a sure thing, amen, and an eternal Savior, amen. It's for real, for real. Tell your neighbors, for real, for real. For real, for real. Yeah, you got to throw an Yeah, like my wife said, attitude. This is East Coast stuff. For real, for real. It's not a West Coast thing. It's an East Coast thing. This hope is what? For real. It's a real deal. Come on. The real deal. Dan, the real deal. Miss Brother Dan. Amen. He right now, he's been my, in my corner rooting right there. That's right. That's right. For real. Jesus. Jesus. Somebody say, Jesus. Jesus. It's for you, Brother Dan. It's by watching up there right now, driving angels crazy up there. Our hope is a sure thing, guys. It's a sure thing. You can take it to the bank. Hope will always be there for us. It'll show up for us. God will always come for our needs and our, our circumstances, our, our, our midnight hour. He's always there to provide a way out. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says, The yes to all of God's promises is in Christ. The yes to all of God's promises is in Christ. See, Jesus came into the world and he came saying yes to all of God's promises. There's over 7,000 promises, church. God promised to rescue us and, and hear us and bring us hope. Romans chapter 5, 3 to, 3 to 4 says this, and we have, and we also have joy with our troubles because we know that these troubles produce patience, and patience produces character, and character produces what? Produces what? Hope. Hope, church. Listen, never let temporary circumstances steal eternal hope from you. Your circumstances are temporary. Husbands, the why that face she made you this morning, temporary. <laughs> But Jesus, come on, somebody say Jesus. Jesus offers hope, which is eternal. Everything else is temporary. Look what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 17 through 18. It says this, for our present troubles are small. Are they big? Are they big? They are small and they won't last very long yet. They produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at troubles we see now. Rather, we fix our glaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will be soon gone. But the things that we cannot see will last forever. Tell your neighbor, keep going. Keep going. In times of need, church, in times of crisis, have a safe trip. In times of trouble, we need to pray, church. We need to seek him. We need his direction. 
Come on, when these things are coming at us and we're surrounded in it, it's not a time to bail. It's not a time to quit. It's time to get on our knees and start seeking the master on what we need to do, amen, in times of crisis, amen. Now, one of the reasons we, we as a church were sent home was to pray. This crisis was to cause you to call out to God. To get on your knees and seek him. It was not a time to panic. It was not a time to shut down. It was not a time to sit down. It was a time to seek him. To make and establish your house. Say my house. Say my house. A house of prayer. To establish a sanctuary in your own house. To establish his presence within our homes. That sent home was to get you on your knees. It wasn't to crash, scratch our head. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? No, no. God, I need to seek you. God, I need to establish your presence in my own home. I need direction. I need clarity, Lord. But what did many do? Panic. Shut down. Stop. Stop coming. Stop seeking. Stop worshiping. Everything stopped because the government said, go home. And there we go. Listening to the government and going home. I'm not saying that we need to be rebellious. But God was calling us to his presence. To get on his, your knees and start seeking direction. Because I'm about to do a, move, a new move in my church. And you need to get instructions. Let me know that he knows the way. He's our leader, right? Will he ever misguide us? No. Will he ever give us bad advice? He's going to lead us out through this storm through this pandemic, through this cloud of darkness and cloudiness that we are going through, confusion that we're going through, that we can call out on our God, our leader, and say, God, where are, you, where are we going? What do you want me to do? What, what do we need to do? I need you to pray. I need you to seek me. I need you to establish your house. Listen, a house of prayer. Because when all this comes again, let me tell you, everything will be shut down. And you're going to have to establish a house a church in your own house. Come on. We may not even have Facebook Live. We may not have anything. It can be all taken away. You need to know how to worship God yourself. You, know, you need to know how to preach to yourself. You need to have the word inside your house. You need to gather your family, husbands, uh, gather your family, fathers and mothers, amen, and get your children and say, what are we going to do, mom? What are we going to do, dad? We're going to pray. We're going to worship our God. We need to have a plan, and there's a time that we need to get together, church, uh, like, because this is coming. The end is coming. Uh, the time is short, amen. We cannot, if we panic like we did the last time, we'll die. In the last days, it said, many will fall away. God gave us an opportunity to get it right. Get it right. Let your house be a sanctuary. Let your living room be the house of God. That you can praise God and you can worship God and you can preach the word. He was calling us home. 
Look what Jeremiah tells them in Jeremiah 29, 12 to 14. This is, this is, the, this is where he tells them, go build homes. You're exiled. You're, don't, don't, don't die. Don't, it says multiply, right? Don't die. Multiply. Don't, don't dwindle away. Keep multiplying. And this is what he tells them. He knows, in those days, in those days, somebody say in those days, in those days and today, the days that we're facing right now, it says in those days when you pray, when you pray, I will listen. When you pray, what does God do? When you pray, what does God do? Does he ignore you? So why don't you pray? Just like Brother Gary was saying. You don't believe? It says when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, guess what? You'll find me. I'll be found by you, says the Lord. I, listen, this is God speaking to your situation. This is God speaking to your circumstance. This is God speaking to, to, to the things that are rising up in, in your life. It says, I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I have sent you, and I will bring you home again into your own land. Come on, somebody. Look what the Lord is saying, amen, that when we seek him, when we pray, he listens. And when we go seeking for him, we're going to find him. And we're going to end this captivity, amen. And he's going to restore everything that the enemy has stolen from us, amen. And plus more, he's going to pull us back out and back to his own land, back to the house, amen. Let me tell you, we have prayed and we have heard God and he's going to restore his house because God is bringing us back Home. It's about to coming together as a church, assembling and coming together and being united in love. Amen. That we can take the land for Jesus. Whew. Two amens after all that. Hallelujah. He's bringing us back home. A little better. Come on, guys. I'm getting my all right now. Listen, church, it's time to rebuild his house. It's time to rebuild so that we can declare that rebuilt. Can I let you in on something? I, want you to, I don't want you to take it personal. The house was broken. This house was broken. We got comfortable. We got into our little grooves. We got into our little flows. God was moving. God was doing his thing, but we weren't seeking him. We were doing God things. We were moving, flowing, but our hearts were not right. There are things within us that were not right, church. God brought us back and sent, me, sent us home to get things right within our homes, get our stuff right within ourselves, where so we can come back, not the same. Can I tell you something? It'll never be the same again. If you're looking for the same, then you're looking for the wrong things. You are seeking the wrong thing because God is bringing a new change, new direction. I don't want to be the old pastor before. I don't want to be that old church. I want whatever he wants new. God, help us to rebuild back upon that solid rock of Jesus Christ. That's what we need to go back. We need to rebuild his house again to the original plan. Come on. 
That foundation is the only foundation that the church can be built on. We cannot build it on our own agenda, our own plans, our own everything. And it may be good plans, church, but they're not God plans. We need to go back to build it. Remember when he told Peter, upon this rock, what? I will build my church and the gates of hell will what? Will not prevail. Let me tell you, the enemy came against the church and it prevailed. It shook it. It's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. God said, you know what? You need to build it on my son. You need to go back to the original plan. Come on, you're getting all fancy on me. You're getting fancy. I, you know, I, 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 I'm against fancy, but if I'm not in the fancy, then there's something wrong. <laughs> you got to put me back. Put me back in your fancy. I, you know, if you want to do some lights, you want to do this stuff, that, that's all good. But you know what? Make sure that I'm the attention. Come on, don't, don't make, it a build, make it about you, your ministry, and all this other stuff. It's about me. Don't forget me. Without me, you are nothing. Come on, you put me back. Put me back. Put, put me back on that throne. Get off the throne and put me back on the throne. Come on, there, there, there are no celebrities in the, in the kingdom of God. There's only God. Come on, I'm not here to build my church. I'm not here to build a statue of art. <laughs> if you see a statue of art out here, run. Amen. I, I flipped out. Come on, I'm not building a golden calf. I'm not trying to worship me. I'm trying to worship God. We need to go back. I mean, he's calling us back. Build it on the right foundation. And if you build it on the right foundation, then the gates of hell shall not, will not prevail, church. It cannot take over. It cannot break through the gates. we got to build it on the solid rock. And Jesus Christ is the rock, church. I'm going to rebuild. So that you can declare. See, God didn't forget about us. He didn't forget about you during this time, during this season, during this pandemic. He hasn't forgotten about you. Come on, you may feel, where's God in this situation? Where's God in this battle? I've just been going through battle, 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 storm, storm. We can never get a break. You ever felt like that? Where's the break, God? Why are they getting blessed and I'm not getting blessed? Where are you in the storm? Where are you in the battle? Where's God in this crisis? See, even though the the Israelites were captives in Babylon, he planned to give them a new beginning with a new purpose and turn them into new people, listen, with hope and to bring freedom. Hallelujah. Who wants freedom in this place? Are you tired of being tied down, limited? God comes to give us freedom. He wants to cut you so you can fly away with him. You can sail with him. A lot of us, we're just anchored to our past. We're anchored to situations. We're anchored saying, I can't go anywhere. I never can do nothing for God because of this and because of my past and all this stuff and all the excuses that you can come. And God says, I can break that. that I can cut that anchor anytime. All you got to do to call to me, daughter, call to me, son, and I'll set you free. You stay tied down because you look back too much. And my future is on the front. It's all forward. The past is gone. There's nothing back there for you. God says, keep keep your eye on me. Keep your eye on the prize. Come on. Didn't work out back there. 
That relationship didn't work out back there, but I got something for you over here. Don't try to make it work. It's not going to work. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Tell your neighbor, go forward. Believe God. Trust God. There are greater things up in, ahead, church. We're trying to make the back that, that work, and it didn't work. Go forward. Now, men, wives, I'm not saying leave them behind. <laughs> oh, God has something better for me. See ya. <laughs> and I saw what I'm saying. I'm talking about the old past. I'm talking about the things that have been broken. Come on. Come on. You guys run with it, amen. Well, you told me, Pastor. No, no, I didn't say that. You got to listen. Those things that are keeping you from going forward in the things of God. Don't try to fix your past. Just go to the, go to the future. Go forward to the plans that God has. He goes, I have good plans for you. They're not to bring disaster, but to bring you hope and a future. I got something so good ahead that you're so tied up to this thing back here. Why? When I got so much more for you over here. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. See, in those times of trouble, in the hard situation that you face, listen, it may appear that as though God, listen, has forgotten you, but God may be preparing you. <laughs> I don't think you caught it, amen. Come on, it may appear that as though God has forgotten you, but God may be preparing you. Come on, in that time, you think, where's God? Oh, he's, he's setting something up for you guys, bringing you purpose, new beginnings, and listen, a fresh start. Come on, somebody say yes, hallelujah. Fresh start. I want a fresh start. I want a new church. I, want, I just want to go back to the original plan that they had back there in the book of Acts. Man, that church was on fire. They loved everybody, man. Ooh, they're bringing pastor gifts all the time. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, enchiladas again. Thank you, sister. No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> Boom. Listen, listen, church. This lockdown, this lockdown has been a preparation for us. Preparing this church, listen, for a great comeback. As long as you pray, as long as you seek, and make him the center. Somebody say center. Make him the center of your life in every situation. Hope will always show up. Stop, listen, stop making it about you. It's not about you. It's all about him. Come on. Stop making it about you. Stop, stop playing that violin. Stop playing that song. Stop playing the blues. Stop, stop singing those things. It's not about you, sister. About you, brother. It's all about him. According to God's plan, his people, his people here in the book of Jeremiah were to have a future and a hope. So they can call on him in confidence. He says, when you pray, what does he do? He listens. And though they were exiles, 
these exiles were in a difficult place in time. It did not need, they didn't need to worry, amen, because God's presence was there. They had the privilege of prayer, something that the government can never take away from us, church. You got to understand this. You can never take away that communication and relationship with Christ. Come on. They had the privilege of prayer and God's grace, and they all had hope. Tell somebody, keep going. Keep going. Keep going, church. I'm going to close today. Listen, if you seek him wholeheartedly, God will be found. Nothing can separate us from the hope that's in Christ Jesus. Let me read this last scripture, amen, and I'll close with this. It says in Romans chapter 8, 35 to 39, it says, Can anything separate us from, the, from Christ's love? Does it, mean that, uh, does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble? or calamity, or, or persecuted, or hungry, or broke, or in danger, or threatened with death. As the scripture says, for your sake we are killed every day, and we are being slaughtered like sheep. No, somebody say no. No, no despite of all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love or from his hope. Church, are you convinced? You gotta be convinced. Amen. You gotta, it has to be in your spirit. I'm convinced that nothing can separate us. This is neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither fears for today, nor worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love, God's hope. There's no power in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing of all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can somebody say amen? That's our hope, church. That when you call on Jesus, tell somebody, call on Jesus. Hope will show up. There's an old song, and I'll close with this, seriously. Actually, I got three more closes. But no, no. There's an old song from Gladys Knight and the Pips. That They sang a, a song named Midnight Train to Georgia. No. But part of the song says this. I'd rather live in his world than to live without him in mine. Let him live. Let us live in his world, church. And let us hold on to hope. And let us